The Adventures of Finochet, written and narrated by Marion Brennan and illustrated by Mark Beach. Chapter 10 Christmas in Doolin It was starting to get cold, and the days were getting shorter. I loved it when the leaves changed colours on the trees in the autumn. I kept meaning to look up how that happened. All the adults said things like, It just does. Or it happens when it gets cold. This was not an explanation. Perhaps I could find the answer in my biology textbook, I thought. Now that the karate grading was over, I needed to do some more studying, as this year I was going to have exams before Christmas. I would have to spend some time reading the history chapters that I had put off and finish my English and geography projects. We were studying the history of the Vikings. It all seemed pretty brutal, but exciting at the same time. The Vikings went everywhere in their ships, but seemed to be constantly fighting with everyone. It must have been very exhausting. I had five chapters of my history textbook to read and summarise. I had no problem reading through this section, as it was pretty exciting. I could easily memorise most of the facts, so if someone asked me a question, I would know the answer. However, I found it very hard to summarise all the information and write essays. For my English project, I had to interview Grandad about his life and write another summary. This was going to take quite a long time, as Grandad was quite chatty and he loved telling long stories. For my geography assignment, I had to make a map of all the streets within 500 metres of my house. This would be complicated as I was not allowed to wander off anywhere alone, so I would have to get an agreement from an adult to go walking around with me. Although, maybe I could get a map from the library and copy the area surrounding my house, I thought. Yes, that would make more sense. I could not wait for Christmas when there would be no more Mr Longbottom, no more homework, just lots of fun with my cousins. We always went to a little place called Doolin on the Irish coast for Christmas. Doolin was in the west of Ireland, about three hours' drive from Dublin. My dad's sister lived there, and she had three children, Roisin, David, and Amy. Amy was Aoife's age, which was perfect, because Aoife did not hassle me when we visited them. Roisin and David were twins. I was a year older than them but we still had great fun together. We went for long walks in the hills and made up stories about the Druids. The Druids used to live in Ireland in the medieval times. My mom told me that they were responsible for changing the seasons. They would have known why the leaves went red in autumn. In the summer, when we went to visit Roisin and David, we would sometimes go to a nearby town called Lahinch. Lahinch had a big beach where we could go surfing. I couldn't stand up on the board yet, but Roisin and David were getting pretty good. I didn't mind, because they had all year to practice, and boogie boarding was also fun. After surfing, we would come out of the water shivering, frozen and wrinkled. My uncle always took us for hot chocolates in a cafe that overlooked the beach. The cafe always sprinkled tiny marshmallows on top, which melted into a sweet gooey layer that stuck to your lips. Yum! At night, Mom and Dad sometimes let us have dinner at the pub with them. There was always a crackling fire and people playing Irish music. I liked Irish music, 
but since Eva had arrived, they had started to get a babysitter for the lot of us, so we rarely went out in the evenings with them. This was okay too, as we would stay up late making up ghost stories to see who shrieked first. I can't wait to see Roshan and David, I thought, as I started summarising my history chapter trying to write down all the most important points. I decided to interview Grandad when I saw him next. I had had so much to do that the time had flown. The exams were over and it was holidays. I got 98% in my maths exam, which had enraged Mr Longbottom. I still wondered why Mr Longbottom had marked me down 2%, but I decided it was best not to ask. I got A's for all my other subjects as well. I had not thought about what I wanted for Christmas. Now that I knew so much about physics, I thought it was unlikely that Santa could fly with reindeer and presents, but I wasn't quite sure that I didn't believe in some magic. Besides, what was the alternative? No presents at Christmas? I decided not to think about it too much since all the adults believed in Santa, and Santa had replied to my letter this year. After all, did it really matter how Santa got the presents to the tree, as long as they were there when we woke up? On Christmas Day I got a bike and a wind-up flashlight. The flashlight did not need any batteries, I just had to wind it around to make it work. This will be great for nighttime adventures, I said to David. The bike was the best present ever. It was more than just a bike. It meant that I could now ride to Kieran's house by myself. It was freedom. Kieran also had a bike, so we could even go on adventures together. Roshan and David had bikes, so before Christmas dinner we headed off on a dirt track into the forest behind their house. I had never been on a track like that before. There were bumps and stones to avoid, it went up and down and all over the place. It was a huge thrill just to stay on my bike. There was nothing like that near my house. When we were flying downhill on our way home, I hit a bump really hard. My bike went flying through the air and I completely lost control. I fell hard off my bike and hit a rock with my left arm and banged my head on a tree. It was so sore the tears filled my eyes immediately. I turned away so Roshin and David couldn't see them. Are you okay? asked Roshin. You're lucky you were wearing your helmet, otherwise you'd have been knocked out, she said. My heart was racing and my arm was really sore. That was awesome, said David. David said everything was awesome. He used it to describe both good and bad things. Do you think it's broken? he asked. I wasn't sure which answer he was hoping for. I struggled back onto my bike and then could hardly stay on the path because my arm was so sore. I managed to cycle all the way back and even though I had fallen off the bike ride was the most fun I'd had in months. When we got back home, my arm was feeling a bit better, so I told my dad excitedly about how we had gone so fast through the trees and down the hill, I excluded the information about the fall. It might be a good idea to go a bit slower next time, Roisin whispered in my ear. Christmas dinner was amazing. My mom had made apple pie and ice cream for dessert. This was my favourite. I hated Christmas cake and Christmas pudding. In fact, any fruit cake. Fruit and cake just didn't go together. We were even allowed to stay up late. Eventually, I climbed into bed in David's room and fell asleep immediately, dreaming of all the things I could do with my new bike. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this chapter of The Inventions of Finochet. 
If you would like to read the beautifully illustrated version that has been illustrated by the wonderful Mark Beach, this is available on Amazon and at all good bookstores. For updates on new releases of chapters and books, please follow this podcast or join my mailing list. You can also contact me directly through my website www.mariambrennan.com and I would be delighted to hear from you. Thank you.